Yes, we are. We're back. You're well. You're alive. What? What? <laughs> Man, we're messing that up, but yeah. I have been excited to record this since next week. Yeah, me too. Mine goes oh. back next month. <laughs> Get that back to next month. Like back to the future. Or did you want to wait until a couple of days ago to record it? Yeah, that might be better. All right. Bye, everybody. See ya. Podcast <laughs> over. Stay weird. <laughs> Like, what, right. waited a week for that? <laughs> All right. So before we talked about the plausibility of time travel, and now what if it really happened? Well, there's a few people who say it does exist and that they've done it. Mm-hmm. Probably more than a few. It's getting out of control with these time travelers just popping in all over the place. There's actually one that is 100% true. 100% true. 100% true. Yeah. So, I will reveal that. I don't know when. Oh. Well, who is this cat? Who has definitely traveled in time. Oh, you want to hear him now? He I, is... know a, I know a guy. You do? Well, not personally, but I've read up on somebody. I have Sergei Krikalev, the time-traveling cosmonaut. Time-traveling cosmonaut. That guy, <laughs> that name sounds pretty Russian to me. Yeah, it. I mean, it's just due to time dilation. Uh, let me see here. How long? Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? I can't find it now. Why? I have no idea. Oh, okay. Here we go. If you add up the accumulated speed cosmonaut Sergei Krikalev has traveled in space, the most of any human with a total time spent in orbit of 803 days, 9 hours, and 39 minutes, he has actually time traveled into his own future by .02 seconds. The madman. That's facts, dude. <laughs> This man time traveled. He actually did it. He did it. It's real. Because he, he was that far away from the source of gravity, right? That's what we determined before. Yeah. Yeah. Take that, Americans. Hey. <laughs> this is America. <clears throat> that, one's, that one's legit, then. Yeah. But I wonder, did they, so they knew they were calculating his stuff. Was he by himself, or was he on the ISS, or what? Uh, you know, I didn't get much on him. Hang on, I just remember seeing it and uh, da, da, da. yes, he was on the ISS that long. Uh, another famous mission was the STS-88 Endeavor, launched in 1998. It would be the maiden mission to the ISS, where Krikalev would later live as part of the Expedition One crew. They were the first crew to occupy the ISS. What? Okay, so you know what? Uh, I just remember hearing it, and I remembered it was true time travel, so I just looked his name up. So I, I figured we would do most of this on possibly the goofy ones, not the 100% goofy. true ones. Oh, I see. A skeptic, are you? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I'd say skeptic. Maybe. Sure. Well, um, so the he was up there for 803 days, so he was away from the source of gravity for a little bit longer. But I wonder, since the fellas in Apollo 10 cruise out on past the moon and came back, uh, my, then they didn't, maybe they weren't testing it then, but I wonder if there was some sort of time tomfoolery going on with those guys too. I would think so, because they were even further away from the source of gravity, right? Yeah, but they were only out there a couple of days. Yeah. I mean, it would have to mess with their time at least... Twenty four thousand miles an hour. That's yeah, at least microseconds, right? 
You think so? I don't know. It's hard to tell because we're not science matricians. <laughs> you know what? I actually tonight I picked the perfect beer for this. I picked a beer. beer called No Brainer by Victory because <laughs> I, with this episode I feel like I have no brain. We are just spitballing no, like nobody's business on these alleged time travelers. But we're gonna try. What are you having? Oh, just my Genesee. There's there's thirty of them in there. You gotta try something else, man. We're gonna make the money on the podcast first. Oh, we're working on it. We are getting there. Nobody's good when they first start, except us. One of these days will be ten dollar airs. What? One of these days will be ten dollar airs. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was reading my research and <laughs> I missed what it's, you said. It took a minute to sink in. Yeah. All right. So you want to get started? Now there was another one that I should have had ready and I don't. There was a there was a traveler from. The 1800s, and he went to, you know what, we're going to save that for later. Post-break story. Okay. We'll save that one for later. Yeah, I look forward to it. <laughs> we're not taking a break now. Calm down. No, I know. I'm looking forward to it. It's anticipation <laughs> for later on in the episode. You want to talk about a couple of these um, questionable pictures, a couple of questionable videos? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. How about that lady that was in that Charlie Chaplin movie? You see yeah, her? you know... I did see that, and I hear it's apparently a hearing aid device. Mm-hmm. That's what they want you to think. Well, of course they're going to want you to hear that or think that. It. I don't know. I, I feel like it's not the picture. Of, the quality of it isn't really good enough to judge what she has. I can see her hand up to her ear holding something. It could right. be a phone. It, I mean, but who's she calling? There's no <laughs> cell towers. That's a very good point. What was I watching? I was watching a video about it, and that's that's what those guys said. And they're like, did she bring the towers with her? What, like, who's she talking to? Right. No, dude, you don't need towers when you're coming from that far in the future. But then she's wearing the clothes of the time, and somehow she for- forgets to put her cell phone away? Dude, come on, traveler, be smart, smarter than that. Yeah, you would think so. What about the... The hipster. The 1947 hipster? or Was it 47? Something like that. It was... Does not tell me. It was not going to tell you. But... There, there he goes. Time travel. Shocking proof. Man from year 4000. I mean, yeah, he looks like a hipster. But the thing is, don't hipsters look like old-timey people? <laughs> Isn't that the idea? Yeah, that's the idea. This guy's sunglasses, he looks like he's right out of a uh, Dr. Frankenstein movie. Like he's flipping the switch, he's got to put the sunglasses on so it doesn't blind him. Like he's welding something. <laughs> what out in the open? Yeah, I, I think he's just a. I mean, he's younger than all the other people there. He's just a young hip dude with what? What is that? A hoodie? It looks like a hoodie, and it looks like a graphic T-shirt. Like there wasn't really graphic T-shirts back then. But then, if you get in real, real close, it looks more like uh, threads in a sweater. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't zoomed in that close. The re- what? I was gonna say the interesting thing about that picture. Yeah. There's a guy in the background, further back, who looks oddly like Andrew Carlson. The one on right, right next to him, or a little further back? A little further back. Do you see the guy? There's a guy with a hat just to the left of him. There's a lady, and then there's a guy next to her. Okay. There's- yeah. Yeah. If you just duck, duck, go, uh, time traveler and do pictures, you'll be able to see it. It is 
Well, for me, it's the third one, and it's got him highlighted. You say time travel pictures? Uh, I just put in time travelers or time traveler, and then I just I went to images. Oh my god, I'm on Bing. No, you're gonna. They know what I'm doing. <laughs> right, oh, so it might nice. be different there, for me now. <laughs> there's a guy that looks exactly like Carlson. Is it Carlson? Is that what Carlson looks like? But the second picture I have, he's he's circled, yeah. and it's a picture with Hitler. Okay. Nope, and he's dead center. It looks like the same exact dude. Yeah, I see him. The second picture I have is of the time-traveling hipster. Yeah. A couple people to the left is Andrew Carlson. Now, Andrew Carlson, didn't he get arrested in uh, the 2000s? Yeah. Or, uh, what was he, embezzling? Or he was... He played the stock market really, really well. And he even said... Uh, no, I didn't. No, I'm not doing anything shady. I'm a time traveler. <laughs> and they're like, come on, dude. But this picture looks like him. It looks like him. In the same picture as the hipster. 1941 hipster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see the other video of, it was a, a younger female walking around the corner. I forget when it was, 1930-something? 19, she's a younger lady, and it looks like she's on a cell phone. No. And she comes... She comes, like, around the corner, she looks at the camera, smiles, and then pulls the phone down and, like, puts it away. Ooh, so you still couldn't tell what it was, really? No, no, you can't tell what it was, but I did, I read something that said, um, I guess wireless telephones were coming out around that time. Really? Or they were working on the technology or whatever, and they were trying to show how, like, how cool wireless phones were. It wasn't a wireless phone ad. So I don't believe that BS. Oh, I see. It's kind of like that. There was another story with this man was fixing his sink. He got up under his sink and started crawling, crawling into it. Like, how do you crawl into a sink? But apparently that's what he was doing. I can't fit under my sink. <laughs> uh, no, no. And then he went through this tunnel and all of a sudden he came out and there was his 70 some year old self. But it turns yeah. out that was just a commercial for Swedish health insurance. No. Something like that. <laughs> I saw that. I didn't see anything debunking it, but I didn't. Really? Like, Yeah, well, I didn't look too hard into it because I saw it. The guy looked bigger than him, looked taller than him. And had a and, Yeah, they had, had, had the same tattoo. Just but, as fresh as each other. Yeah, like I can get a tattoo, and then you can go get the same exact tattoo. I see girls do it all the time when they're down at the beach celebrating – uh, graduation you know exactly. they graduate they say oh my god let's all get uh 2010 tattoos <laughs> they're all matching they're all on their ankles that's what this guy did and his dad yes they did and then that guy <laughs> paid a couple bucks for health insurance yeah there's um there's quite a few of the celebrity time travel pictures have you seen those oh yeah john travolta nicholas cage <laughs> keanu reeves unbelievable uh vladimir putin Oh, I don't, I don't. I don't think I've seen that one. Uh, actually, I think there was one with. I don't believe that. Was it Brad Pitt with a mustache? Oh yeah, he looks like he's like a from like the Civil War time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I say I just assume all black and white pictures of guys with mustaches are Civil War. <laughs> but yeah, I did see that one too. Um, I don't know. I mean, look, it could be his great 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 grandfather, and they happen to look alike. Yeah. Totally. And I, Honestly, I think that's what a lot of these are. A lot of the celebrity ones. Some sort of offshoot of their um, ancestor. <laughs> There's one of Jay Z. 
Oh yeah, I saw the Jay Z one. He's like sitting on a wall on yeah. the steps or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Murphy. Man, dude really looks like Eddie Murphy. Oh, Bruce Willis. Yeah. Douglas MacArthur. Yeah. I just found like... a picture, not to stop you, but of the same hipster guy. He's in another picture here. What? Yeah. He looks like it looks like the same guy. Is it photoshopped all over the place? Wonder if it is. It's on freaklore.com slash time dash traveler dash John dash Tidor dash want. Is that it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean, like I said, I did the same thing with the searching. Yeah. And he is the one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh picture over. I don't know what you have because uh, apparently yours is different. Yeah. Because you, they are tracking you, man. If yours is different than mine. Are you DuckDuckGo? Yeah. Time Traveler? Yeah. And you clicked on Images? Uh-huh. Oh, shit, dude. I gotcha. And me, too. I've been compromised. <laughs> it's like all the weird stuff that's been happening with us lately. It's Now that we're paying attention to it, a little crazy. Yeah, I mean, but you know what? I'll save that picture of the Time Traveler and of the the other one that looks like the same guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. We'll share that. Yeah, I'll save it real quick. But all these pictures are all fine and dandy. I think there's some more some more people that are a little more legit. Oh, yeah? Yep. Like who? One, Mr. Andrew Bashago. Bashago. Yep. Looks like Basiago. That's what I thought it was. I did see that. I watched a video of him, and he pronounced it Bashago. Man, dude gets deep. If he... If he's not traveling through time, or if he hasn't traveled through time, he is a really good freaking actor, and he believes all the things he says. Are you going to vote for him? Oof. Uh, Yeah, I might. Yep. 2024. <laughs> 2024. Pashago for president, 2024. Yep. So what are uh, some things he did? Why do you think he's you think he's legit? If he's not legit, then he's he's really good at hiding stuff. But he, 1962... When he was six years old, his dad took him through these vortal tunnels, and they went from one, they went from the east coast to the west coast instantly. So he says, "That'd be nice." Yeah, won't take you hours to get to California from the east coast. And that's that's one of his that's one of his campaign proposals. What that he's gonna he where he's gonna share this technology with the public. Amazing. That would how cool would that be? All right, I would we're never going to be, London. I would never be late to work. Ever. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, sometimes I wish I could just quit. <laughs> We're getting there. You can work until 5.02 and be home at 5.03. That would be or, amazing. Or, or, well, he doesn't want the the public to be able to do the time traveling. That's all That's all being safe for the government. So he doesn't Actually, want... No, he doesn't want to share the time traveling with everybody. He just wants to share the teleportation. I mean, okay. I, I mean, I could get down with that. Yeah. At first, I mean, it'll be okay for first couple of years, but then people are gonna then people are gonna be late for work, and then don't want to go back in time to be early for work. Or would you? If you have a teleporter and you're late for work, just we quit. Got a just quit. <laughs> just quit. You do not want to be there. If you can be there in seconds, no. If you're so pressed for time that you got to microwave pop tarts, you got to open up your schedule a little bit. I hate pop tarts. <laughs> so you don't microwave them? No. <laughs> I just put them in a trash. I buy them just so I can open them and put them in the trash. <laughs> I'm a toaster strudel man myself. Toaster strudels. That requires more work. You yeah, gotta I'm put just the kidding. I don't like those yourself. either. 
<laughs> I don't like those either. <laughs> anyway, so Bashago, what's up with this guy? Yep, he claims to have participated in two DARPA slash CIA classified programs involving time travel and teleportation to Mars. Huh? I believe it. I believe time it. travel and teleportation. See, he was on the time traveling way before they decided to go to Mars and get involved in all that. Okay. He went to his grooming as a predicted future president by CIA White Hats was uh, was something he he seen. So apparently he has seen and he's known about who's going to be president for some time. So he plans to run for president and he plans to become the president because he was groomed for it by the CIA, supposedly. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. It seems far fetched, but it sounds sounds like an amazing story. It sounds awesome. Come on, man. You, you got to believe him. He's a lawyer. That's true. No? That's not how lawyers work. I don't think so. Vancouver, Washington. That's where he's a lawyer from. See, he was part of Project Pegasus, but... Did you say Vancouver, Washington? Yes. Isn't Vancouver, British Columbia? It says... Am I Vancouver, wrong? Washington. It says Vancouver, Washington for where... Well, I might be wrong. I'm, this is what I'm reading. So the, the project was called Project Pegasus from the CIA. And, well, I think it was DARPA. Dude, they always have the coolest names. The I know, project right? names are so w- cool, right? Where do these come from? I don't know, but they sound they always sound badass. Like they like kind of cute, but kind of scary too. Like Project Pegasus, Project there's Sunshine. A, there's a Project Rainbow. Yeah. There was another one I just saw too, and I cannot remember what it was. Cannot remember what that was. I'll have to look it up later. But um, Project Pegasus. The the funny thing is, one thing that makes me skeptical about this guy it was a secret project, Project Pegasus. But now he is. Apparently, the last person part of Project Pegasus, even though he's claimed that he's been with other people that are still alive, he traveled with them. But there's a really popular one, right? Yeah. That he met. He met somebody somewhere, right? He went to Mars, where he met Barry Sotoro. Hmm. I I know I've heard that before. <laughs> he became President Barack Obama. Well, <laughs> he went to Mars. With President Barack Obama. Obama's on Mars? Yeah, dude. Wow. Was Trump on Mars? No. Oh, boy. They didn't take him. You fuck. This planet is huge. <laughs> but apparently, Don- Trump. Don- apparently Donald's uncle was part of stuff that was going on, too. Really? Yep. He was He was part of getting his nephew into the big chair. <laughs> what? The Don. He was part of getting... Uh, Donald Trump. President Donald Trump, his yeah. uncle was part of grooming him to become president through these government projects. There's according speculation. To, according to Bashago. But Bashago speaks on that. Yes. And he knows, you said he knows all the presidents that are coming? Or yeah. he knows. He he named all of them from the, the two Bushes, Clinton and then Trump, or Obama and then Trump. And then uh, he says he is going to be the president soon. Yes, but he was wrong about him being president in 2016, right? Didn't he right. say he was going to be president in 2016? Well, and now he says, well, it'll be sometime between 20, 2020 and 2028. Yeah, and then 2028 comes and he says, uh, maybe sometime between uh, 2032 and, uh, you know, whatever. Well, well then he's just going to throw out the fact that this is the the wrong the wrong universe. Wrong timeline. Yep, wrong timeline. So somebody, he's going to blame it on somebody going back and changing it. 
You watch. Oh, I believe it. Unless he does get it. Apparently, there was a... This is so goofy, too. There was a web bot that predicted there would be two planetary-level whistleblowers. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Two planetary... What? <laughs> right. The web bot analyzes the content of the World Wide Web and uses asymmetric linguistic trend analysis to predict future global trends. And part of that, what it predicted was he that there would be two planetary-level whistleblowers. So two people. So between Andy Bashago and Arthur Newman, who was is formerly that, known as Henry Deacon. Is that saying there could be not planetary whistleblowers? No, it's predicting it. Whatever this webbot thing is. Yeah, but it, well, like, why would it specify planetary whistleblowers? Is it saying like there's definitely not going to be one from Venus, but there will definitely be whistleblowers on this planet? Well, I mean, the webbot came from this planet, so. We're only predicting stuff for this planet. Yeah, but why down. would it specify planetary? <laughs> that's my. That's what I. You know, that's what I don't understand. I see. I see. So you think they're going to come from? So the Venusians? No, I don't think so. I'm just wondering why something on this planet would have to specify planetary whistleblowers. Why wouldn't it just be whistleblowers? You know, that's a very good point. You, you see what I'm saying? Uh huh. Well, why did it have to go to that level? Why do you have to be so specific? Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> just my. That's my mind racing. To throw your skepticism in there. It's not skepticism. It's uh, it's optimism, actually, because optimism. maybe the computer knows there's more out there. Ooh. And it's specifying planetary because it wants us to know there's more out there. The whistleblowers are coming from this planet. It's so optimism, the, buddy. The computer is from the future. It already knows everything is going to happen. It came back, and it's holding its cards real tight. Is it a quantum computer? Uh, they know all no. outcomes at all times. It's just on projectpegasus.net. All no. I have is one link and one link, and it's just a just a paragraph. I've got no all answers. Right. <laughs> I'm veering off course. Let's go. <laughs> I'm sorry. Andy Bashago. So, so there was one incident with him where it's it's not all it's not all peaches and rainbows with Bashago and his traveling. There was an incident when they went back. Him and some of his uh, some of the other kids that were part of what was going on, they got transported. When they went through, they don't always end up in the same place at the same time when traveling through the portal tunnels to get to when they plan on getting to. So there was an incident when one of them came through, and there was a leak in this bathroom. So when the when the boy came out of the portal tunnel, his feet hit the water and slid away, and then the rest of them came out of the tunnel. Dude lost his feet traveling through the Vortal Tunnel. The kid, nine-year-old kid. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to picture it. I, I, can, I don't hear, want I can to. Hear but the, I can hear the shock in your voice. I mean, so if that happens, do they like cut off like they were macheted off? Like, do they bleed? Do, are they closed up? Like, are you automatically? I, I don't know. I don't know how it goes back together. I don't know what. I thought you were there. I, never, I wasn't there. Oh. I said there was a story. Oh. I'm not a traveler. Wouldn't that be cool? To be a traveler? Yeah. Ooh, as long as we don't go into any flooded areas like that, then yeah, parts of you just that. slip away. One of uh, one of the time travelers I have here says you can't go past year 5,624, I think it is. That's very specific. Yeah, but anyway, so why you can't go too far. <clears throat> why, why can't you go past the year 5,000? Well, he's saying that 
the travelers from his time who do go beyond that, they stop and it's just blackness. There's nothing. What? Mm-hmm. Did we did we take uh, the Earth somewhere else? Like we figured out how to? <laughs> I honestly I don't know. Planet? Mm. I don't know. Twenty five sixty four is the year. Twenty five sixty four. I thought you meant the year five thousand something. Twenty five sixty four. That's only five hundred years, dude. Yep. And some change. Um, I do believe it says twenty five sixty four here. Yeah, twenty five sixty four. They hit a brick wall. Uh, everyone who has ever been there has reported that nothing exists. When the machine is turned off, you find yourself surrounded by blackness and silence. Oh, you know what's going on? They figured them out. So when that machine gets turned on, they figured out where these bozos from the past were coming into. So they set them up to send them out to this void. Yep. Maybe it's just a building with no lights in it. So they, when they pop back up, they just <laughs> pop up in a building, like a garage, and like, oh, my God, it's so dark in here. There's nothing here. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Well, I can't. Well, well, then go to 2565 and get out of the building. They can't go beyond it. Well, they can't go beyond easy. 2564. They hit a brick wall, and then that's it. Pathetic. Yeah, but when I read uh, the time machine, that dude went to uh, seven hundred and two thousand eight hundred and one or something like that. Yeah, eight hundred and one thousand seven hundred and two, whatever it was. Exactly. Maybe they should put that number in there. Yeah, and this guy's saying twenty five sixty four. You're way off, bro. <laughs> so Bashago was the first American child to teleport. His dad <laughs> took him. They transported from New Jersey to New Mexico. I had, I found that line, and this is what Bashago said. I was first brought into Project Pegasus by my father in 1967-68, when at age six, I teleported with him from New Jersey to New Mexico via teleporter located in Building 68 at the old Curtis Wright Aeronautical Company facility, formerly at 1 Passaic Avenue in Woodridge, New Jersey. This jump resulted in me becoming the first American child to teleport. It's not that far away. It's actually very close. Woodridge, Jersey, New right? Jersey. Yeah, Woodridge, New Jersey. Jersey, okay. Jersey, Jersey, <laughs> Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go. You think they'll let me in? Just go hammer on the door at 1 Passaic Avenue. You think it's still there? You think Mishago would have been back? Wasn't there a machine there? Yeah. The well, I'm going to go kick the door in and get in the machine. Yeah, this this is where we should be raiding. Forget Area 51. Area 51, there's nothing there. we got to right. go to Jersey. Jersey. Right. Jersey. <laughs> Can't even say it. Bashago served in Project Pegasus until 1972. He said, Project Pegasus, at the time that I joined in 69, was not primarily a time travel project. It was an intelligence program for the CIA involving children because children could handle it more than adults. So if Psychologically? You, yeah. So the idea was to groom the kids so that they are prepared for it because, like in the Matrix movie, Neo was – they said they don't want to – they don't usually wait till a certain age to show people the matrix because their brain is so set in their ways. So right. if you just if you groom a kid to just bounce them through time, then their brain is all they can handle it. It's like um oh, what's that condition with the kidnappers? Oh, you, get, um, you get used to your kidnapper. Stockholm syndrome. That's it. That's the one. Yeah. You just condition the brain and the body and It's weird, man. Oh yeah. I don't know what else I can say about Pashago. Oh, yep. There, I'll have a few more things to say about Pashago, but let's take a minute. We'll take a break. All right, sounds good. Yeah, let's take a break. Are you back? I'm back. I am. 
Sweet. All right, I got a little bit more to talk about Bashago, and then we'll move on. Okay. So one of his adventures took him to listen to the Gettysburg Address. Can you believe that? He went He went there, and there is photographic proof. I did see this picture. You did? I did. So a photographic proof. Now, this happened. It would have been my birthday, November 19th, 1863, but I was born in 82, a little bit later. But apparently he then. went. What? I thought you were born then. 1863. Yeah, weren't you four? <laughs> no. It was 119 years to the day before I was born. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's when the Gettysburg Address was. <laughs> I've lost my place. Oh, there he there he goes. So this is this is what he said. In spring 1972, my father took me to a time lab in East Hanover, New Jersey, where, under the direction of Dr. Sterling Colgate, you know the toothpaste guy. Yeah. I entered a lucite chamber where plasma was emitted, and while immersed in the plasma, I wormholed to Gettysburg, PA, and on November 19th, 1863, where I was depicted in the famous Josephine Cobb photograph of Abraham Lincoln at Gettysburg. Is that where you met Charles Crest? <laughs> Dr. Armenhammer? <laughs> and That's... Professor Aquafresh. Aquafresh. You don't use that one? No. But don't, don't use that one. It's awful. Well, you want to talk about awful? We Six will... out of ten dentists do not recommend Aquafresh. Tom's. You ever tried Tom's toothpaste? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah, 11 out of 10 recommend what? never use it. 11 out of 10 recommend don't use it. It's that bad. <laughs> it's like Elmer's glue <laughs> with a little bit of mint in it. No. No, 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 no. <sighs> nope. In support of his claim, Bushago has shown in public lectures the Cobb photograph of the Gettysburg Address with a child in the foreground. He claims that he was told by Project Pegasus leaders that he was the child and that it had happened just before he returned back to 1972. Now, the video that I watched earlier, he was saying that if you look real, real close, he was preparing to return back to 1972 when the picture was taken. So if you look real, real close, he's he's fading out so you can actually see his skull and his teeth. Um, what? Uh, in that picture? Yeah, that's what he said. Of him standing there with giant shoes. Yep, looking off to the side. <clears throat> that he's fading out. Yes, that's why he is blurry, and others around him are less blurry because he is fading out. And if you look real, real close, according to him, you can see part of his skull. Let me. <laughs> yep. I, I gotta find this because. This. Okay, what I'm seeing, I don't... Nope, uh, yeah, you're right, you're right. There's nothing... Oh my god, dude. I think I do. I think... <laughs> I think he's a damn fool. He he's pushed, he's pushed too hard. Everybody's on board, just... Dude, I don't know, I think I can I can kind of see it. I can almost see his cheekbone, and it, where, where, like, his jawbone attaches. Behind the fuzz. Yeah. I, kn- I know, it sounds crazy, unless he's, like, <laughs> really emaciated. And super, super scrawny. Like I can kind of see it. You, you're on board with that, huh? And but his face almost looks like the the guy from Scream. Like <laughs> his mouth, like ghost face. Yeah. <laughs> this is that, yeah. That's that's kind of crazy. I don't know. So you're on board saying, not nah, dude. Ooh, I'm on board saying, yeah, kind of maybe. I don't think I'm buying that. I can kind of see it, honestly. If he if he didn't say that, then. I, there would be less apprehension to vote for him in the next election or the next election or the next election. Yeah, one of them. He's going to win one of them. 
Please write me in. <laughs> Let me read you a couple of his uh, campaign proposals, and then and then we'll move on from him. He wants to reform the CIA via open source intelligence. Okay, sure. Yeah. He wants to disclose America's time travel technology. Uh, all right, yep. Sh- sure, disclose them, but then I guess you're going to have to hire some time cops. Where's Van Damme? That sounds incredible. <laughs> I'm still on board. He wants to disclose secret advanced technologies. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm having it. He wants to disclose the secret U.S. presence on Mars. Yeah. Yep. Good with it, too. How has nobody... I mean, I'm ready to vote for him right now. He wants to disclose secret space projects and off-planet treaties. Huh? Yes. Yes. Well, like the treaty Eisenhower made with the Greys? Like that? Is that what he means? Well... It sounds like if he's going to do the treaties with the Greys that Eisenhower turned down, then we're going to be getting rid of our nukes, which is fine because they don't work in space anyhow. No, the treaty with the Greys allows us to keep the nukes. What? I thought it was the other way around. No, if we did the treaty with the Nordics, we wouldn't be allowed to keep the nukes. Oh. And the Venusians. Nah, we don't need nukes. Not if we're going into space. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So what else is he going to do? Uh... That was that was some of the bigger ones, but right now he had his campaign website is not working. So right now it doesn't look like Mr. Bashago is running in the 2020 election. I'm a little bit disappointed, just a little. Yeah, I mean, can you write somebody in who's not running? You mean like when you vote for a class president? Yeah, I mean, if you he's not the, running, you vote for the quiet kid in the back of the room, like people voted for me. <laughs> Like, say, dicks. I don't know how many people, enough people in a country just wrote him in, even though he doesn't win, or he's not running. Can he, will he win? I don't know. Is that how it works? I have no can idea. Just, can you just write, so many people write somebody in, and if there's not enough votes to vote somebody else in? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't dove into politics that hard. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm voting for him, 100%. I'll write what him mean? in next time, whatever it takes. Is he independent? go for president. Bajago for president. <laughs> I don't think, whatever this website is, I don't think he's there. Oh, he is. Independent and other write-in candidates. Oh, man. Oh, he hasn't paid his freaking bill. Andy2020.com has expired. Come on, Bashago. What are you doing? All Unbelievable. right. Let's move him from Bashago. He was a good time for a while. Okay. Yeah, who do you well, got? Oh, this guy. Who guy? Well, he started off as... um. What was it? Time travel underscore zero. Oh. Yeah. He was later revealed to be a Mr. John Titter? Titor? Titor? I don't know. Titter. Let's just call him Titter. I like Titter. It sounds funny. (laughs) Um, Titter's a good time. Always. (laughs) So on uh, July 29th, 1998, John Titor, Titter, sent a fax to Art Bell who was the host of a late-night radio show called Coast to Coast. All right. Now, this fax, I'm telling you guys, this fax is long. So You're going to read it all. I'm not going to read it all. You want me to read it all? You're going to – well, you can, do, you can do an audio version of it. We'll put it on the YouTube channel. Did you know we had a YouTube channel? I did not. <laughs> we don't. Oh. It's okay. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> but he says, Dear Art, I had to fax in when I heard other time travelers calling in from any time past the year 2500 A.D. Please, let me explain. Time travel was invented in 2034 
offshoots of certain success, successful fusion reactor research allowed scientists at CERN to produce the world's first contained singularity engine. I mean, it sounds fancy, right? He's serious. The basic design involves rotating singularities inside a magnetic field. By altering the speed and direction of rotation, you can travel both forward and backward in time. I'm on board. I believe him. Let's do it. He says, time itself can be understood in terms of connected lines. When you go back in time, you travel on your original timeline. When you turn the singularity engine off, a new timeline is created due to the fact that you and your time machine are now there. Mm. So you go backwards in your timeline. The second you stop, you you veer off. You took a wrong turn in Albuquerque. <laughs> You're on a new timeline. I hate when that happens. Uh, so he says, in other words, a new universe is created. To get back to your original line, you must travel a split second further back and immediately throw the engine into forward without turning it off. What? That sounds like dial one number ahead, Bill. It sounds like a neutral drop in the car. You know, you you <laughs> put it in neutral, you rev it up real hard, you slam it in the drive, and you're burning out. Oh, <clears throat> I always put my automatic in reverse to do a burnout. <laughs> he goes on to say, <laughs> he goes on to say, some interesting outcomes of this are... You meet yourself. I've done it often, even taking a younger version of myself along for a few rides before. <laughs> I'm sorry. He took a younger version of himself for a few rides before returning myself to the new timeline and going That's back to mine. That's disgusting. <laughs> you can alter history in the new universe that you have just created. Most of the time, changes are subtle. The oldest one was a skyscraper that don't exist in New York. Yeah, he said a skyscraper that don't exist in New York. Here, grammar he police. <laughs> I don't think interesting. He, Go ahead. He doesn't sound like a Yankee. He sounds like a little south of the Mason Dixon line. Well, when, a little bit later, we're gonna find out he's from Tampa. Way below the Mason Dixon line. Florida man. <laughs> no. <laughs> Interestingly, when you travel in time, you must compensate for the orbit of Earth. Since the time machine doesn't move you to adjust the engine, yes, so you remain on the planet when you turn it off. Uh, we talked about that. Yeah. Returning to episode one. Uh, now for the future you might want to know about. Y2K is a disaster. Okay, we know it wasn't, so that is a very bad prediction. Well, he'd come back and fix it, didn't he? I don't know, because he says many people die on the highways when they freeze to death trying to get to warmer weather. The government tries to keep power by... Instituting martial law, but all of it collapses when their efforts to bring the power back up fails. A few years later, communal government system is de developed after the Constitution takes a few twists. China retakes Taiwan, Israel wins the largest battle for their life, and Russia is covered in nuclear snow from their collapsed reactor. That's the end of the facts I have. You read the whole thing? That's what I have, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, so he... Came from when and went to when? He came from 2036. He went to, let's see, it was 1970, 1975. 75 just a cool year to go to? Or? Well, would you like to know why he went to 1975? Yes, please. Well, I know exactly why. Because in November of 2000, there was a post on a public forum from the time travel underscore zero. And it said, greetings. I am a time traveler from the year 2036. I am on my way home after getting an IBM 5100 computer system from the year 1975. 
my quote-unquote time machine, is a stationary mass temporal displacement unit manufactured by General Electric. Yeah, that's right. GE. GE. Yeah. Built it. Yeah, I got a toaster in my upstairs. It's a GE toaster. I got some lights. Yeah, they made they made a toaster oven. <laughs> or not a, to- a time machine. And a toaster oven. Yeah, mine's not mine's not GE. Anyway. <laughs> the unit is powered by two topspin dual positive singularities that produce a standard offset tippler sinusoid. It sounds like when you get a sinus infection, you go to a doctor like, oh, you got sinusoiditis. <laughs> I will be happy to post pictures of the unit. So he goes back to 1975 to get the IBM 5100. Um, he needed it because it revolved around a Unix timeout error in 2038. It could debug and emulate code between various programming languages, but unfortunately, it wasn't very easy to find this machine in 2036. John said, in quotes, we need the system to debug various legacy computer programs in 2036. Unix has a problem in 2038. So apparently this computer can speak the same language as other computers. Uh, but that that it was confirmed uh, by a Bob Dubkey. Dubke? Uh, I don't know. He was one of the IBM 5100 engineers, said the function was hidden, in quotes, because of worries about how competition might use it. So they confirmed it has that function. All right. Well, that's a little strange. So, But the, the public didn't know that, meaning we didn't know that until Mr. Uh, Titter or Titor right. told us. And so he said it to everybody, but then IBM com- confirmed it after Titter let the cat out of the bag. Yeah, I guess. I mean, so how I guess he that? said it, and then people were like, "No, wait a minute, what is he talking about?" The IBM fifty one hundred. I mean, obviously, he has a hard time getting it in, you know, his time twenty thirty eight, twenty thirty six. Yeah, because yeah, it's what twenty five, fifty, sixty years later. Yeah. So. All right, <clears throat> I can see that. So they knew it was going to be a problem in twenty thirty eight. So they were like, "Oh, we we got to get this time machine." Whipped up right now. Well, go back to 75. Get it? Yeah, the, the thing I saw said that he had to, uh, they chose him because his grandfather actually worked on the 5100. Oh, so he he was already kind of inside, a little yeah, inside so, the baseball. Yeah, so I guess you you send somebody back in time, this dude's like, yo, who's this asshole? And he's like, yo, Pop-Pop, I know you. <laughs> My mom's name is this. Uh, you did this to me. Uh, you know, we went to the baseball game. Yeah, uh, this day, whatever, and then you know, his pops is like, "Whoa, man, maybe it is." So he shares some things. He's like, "Oh yeah, here's this computer I'm working on." He's like, "All right, later, bro." But he can't kill him. No, like, that's he can't paradox. kill your grandfather, right? Nope, nope, that's paradox. <laughs> but if if he was already born, then he could. If it was before he was born? No, you said <laughs> he said, "You know me, I'm your grandson." Yeah. Was he already his grandson? No. Hmm. In seventy five. Probably not. Probably not. He was he's from twenty thirty six. Right. Was he a young man? I don't did they ever say his his age? No. Titter's age? I didn't look at Titter's age. <laughs> <laughs> Stop playing with Titters. Age. Oh yeah. You gotta say age. You keep you keep forgetting <laughs> to say age. Anyway. Uh so the Unix timeout, it's a it's a very real concern. It's a real problem. Yes, it's uh, it's really similar to Y2K. Yeah, but this is. I mean, we know Y2K. There was uh, it was nothing unless maybe uh, Titter or Tito or whatever came back. Maybe he fixed that. Maybe he stopped off and fixed that as well. 
<laughs> Maybe that's why Y2K never happened. He stopped real quick in 98-99. And changed all the dates from 99 quick, to 1999. On his way to 75. Yeah, he, he actually... Man, I didn't put it in my notes. He did stop off at another time. I guess when he stopped off in 98. But his grandfather told him to stop off at whatever... He stopped off for a personal reason, but he didn't get into why, what the personal reason was. So if he, seriously, think about this. He went back in time two years prior to Unix timing out. If he stopped in 98, two years prior to, to like, Y2K, uh-huh. did he fix it? Uh, did he? Look, Titter for president. <laughs> I don't I don't think Titter's around anymore, man. Well, all we got is Bashago. I think he disappeared. All right, here you go. Here's the thing. Titter claimed that as a 13-year-old in 2011, he joined the Fighting Diamondbacks, a shotgun infantry unit in Florida for at least four years. In other posts, he described himself as hiding from the war. So he's a draft dodger. <laughs> well, I think there was a... No, it was World War Three. Yeah, well, I can tell you right now, some of his happen. predictions were wrong. So is that... Is he saying that that is what happened, or...? Yeah. Um, okay. Some note. He described it as beginning in 2004 with civil unrest surrounding the presidential election of that year, which would we get no for? Obama. The civil conflict that he characterizes as having a Waco-type event every month that steadily gets worse would be pretty much at everyone's doorstep and erupt by 2008. The civil hmm. war, according to Titter, would end in 2015 with a brief but intense World War Three. How about that? Is that the the war? So one of the predictions I have here for him is says in quotes a world war in 2015 killed nearly three billion people. The people that survived survived grew closer together. Same. Yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> well, no, but there's a what is it a time variation time something? I don't know. It, it basically when you go back you oh. you veer off like. Two percent or whatever. What did we say it was? Time was it dilation? Nope. No, I don't remember. We're idiots. <laughs> you got to dial one ahead. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> he also pointed to the contemporary conflict between Arabs and Israel as not a cause, but rather a milestone that precedes a hypothetical World War Three. Well, another interesting thing about that, he met. He also mentions deception leading to the Iraq War. Uh, he says, none of the things I've said will be a surprise. They were set in motion 10, 20, even 30 years ago. Are you really surprised to find out that Iraq has nukes now? Or is it, or is that just BS to whip everyone up into accepting the next war? He did that in February 5th, 2001 on the Art Bell Forum. Mm. So in it's September of that same year, we went to war, bro, with oh. Iraq. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, let me read that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deception leading to the Iraq War. None of the things I... This is his quote. None of the things I have said will be a surprise. They were set in motion 10, 20, even 30 years ago. Are you really surprised to find out that Iraq has nukes now? Or is it that just BS to whip everyone up into accepting the next war? And in he said February, that early. Fe February 5th, 2001. And then just a few short months later, we oh, went to war. Yeah, you know, they they <laughs> bombed the World Trade Center. We got to get them. Yep. Whipped everybody up. Huh. I'll yeah. be damned. 
I like it. I mean, yeah, that's one of his that feels about right. He's got another interesting prediction here. Uh, he says, quote, care to share with me how you solve the overheating problem on your space plane? He did that in February 13th, 01. Now, that was it that same year? Oh, my gosh. February 13th, 01? Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. The Columbia Space Shuttle disaster in 03, which occurred after a piece of foam stuck the shuttle's left wing during takeoff. Upon reentry, superheated air breached the damaged wing, leading to the ultimate disintegration of the shuttle. Oh, you're right. I do remember reading something like that about him. Yeah. He's got a, a, a wrong one here. The two th- or as a result of the many conflicts, no, there were no official Olympics after 2004. However, it appears they may be revived in 2040. So that was wrong. Well, like you said, there's a little soon as soon as he hit, as soon as he ta- turned off the, his time machine, then things got things changed. So he said, right. Um, I got one more prediction here. He says in quotes. Or it's just interesting. I don't know if it's a prediction, but in quotes, Russia and China have always had a very strange relationship. Even the news I see now indicates that continued weapons deals to allies. Border clashes and overpopulation will lead to hostility. The West will become very unstable, which gives China the confidence to expand. That was in February 8th, 2001. Uh, I mean, aren't we becoming a little unstable? Uh, Yes. I mean, there's conflict in our country. Between ourselves, there's conflict between in our country over whether or not Russia, you know, you know, mess with the election or whatever, not to do politics or whatever. But there's, you know, that's shaking up the West here. Oh, yeah. So it seems like stuff that he's stuff that he has predicted is just taking a little more time to come to fruition. Yeah. But, I mean, he's not completely wrong on some things. I mean, he he did a pretty damn good job. Right? Yeah. He knew about the IBM 5100. Uh, he was wrong about the, you know, the Civil War or whatever, the war, the war in 2015 that killed 3 billion people. He was right about the Iraq War, sort of. I mean, that, that could be a little, uh, I don't I don't know how to say it, a little vague. Yeah. But not, not really. So it was, I mean, like any kind of prophetical sermon. Yeah, you can't. There's a there's a grain of truth. Yeah, you can't be exact. But I mean, I don't I don't really have much more on Mr. Titor Titter, however you want to say it. I don't know how it's. I, but, I found a page that has his final post from March 24th, 2001. I, yeah, you know what? I did see that, and I didn't put it in my notes. I saw it last minute. Why, why don't you go ahead and read that? That was pretty interesting because he seems whole, a little upset. Can you read the whole thing? It, it's short, right? It's like two little quick paragraphs. Um, it's not too long. I'll read it. So, March 24th, 2001. I will be leaving this world line shortly, and this will be my final post. There are only a handful of people who will know exactly when I will be leaving, and I'm sure they will let you know when I'm gone. In the last few days, I have found your choice of topics quite interesting, and from an objective viewpoint, I think it collectively answers one of your own questions. If time travel was real... Where are all the time travelers? In the past, I have stated that, quite frankly, you all scare the hell out of me, and I'm sure other temporal drivers would feel the same. But now I have an expanded explanation with two examples. A while ago, on one of the posts, I related an experience I had with my parents while we were driving down a highway. 
Every now and then we would pass someone who was in obvious distress with their vehicle. I was amazed that so many people could pass them by without stopping to help. Their explanation was fear. The risk of helping someone was too great, and with today's technology, they probably had a cell phone anyway. If they didn't, the walk to a gas station would be good for them and teach them a lesson for running out of gas. The other example is the plight of the homeless. When you pass them as individuals on the street, I see the way people selectively choose an alternate path to avoid them. These two examples best define why time travels do not show themselves. In trying to help you, we put ourselves at as great risk, and there's really no point to it. We know the nature of time of time dictates that traveling between exact world lines is impossible. Therefore, the only results we will see will be the ones we stay to see. Since world lines, outcomes, and events are infinite, we have better things to do. When I arrive in the new 1998 world line on my way home, I could easily start all this again and continue to go through the same conversations with all the same people. However, I already know you won't pay any attention or believe me because we've already been through it on this world line. Besides, I think the walk to the gas station would do you some good. Is that a fat joke? <laughs> he's he's well, calling all of us fat. Everybody. Look, all of that, and I get out of fat joke. That's all I hear. <laughs> right at the very end. No, but seriously, I mean, it's kind of interesting. Like, he makes a good point because yeah. when he, he says when they do go forward, they go into a different timeline. So whatever they change here, they're not going to see when they go back home. So what do they care? Right. Plus, we're, I mean, we're kind of assholes. Like, why oh, do yeah. they want to interact with us? I saw one thing he said, said, like, people in our time look at you guys, and you're you're kind of idiots. We think of you as idiots. Yep. I I agree with that statement for sure, because we're, we're some morons right now. Yeah. If we can get our heads out of our asses and get to some renewable resources, natural gas, seriously, come on. Can we get past that by now? It's natural, dude. It says natural. <laughs> I seen a sticker the other day on a car that said, my car is powered by recycled dinosaurs. Yeah, most of them are. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get me a Tesla, bro. See, that's a, it's a good idea, but... I want to sleep on the way to work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's safe. It's a good idea up front, but then the power still has to come from somewhere, and the batteries, the electric batteries... Yeah. Aren't, they're like, issue. aren't they like 10 or 15 grand? Yeah. The batteries alone? Right. Crazy. And nickel is not a, a renewable resource. So that's, that's why we, that's why we gotta go, that's why we gotta go to outer space to find some more things we can stick in batteries to make them last longer. Hmm. That's, that's my thought. Well, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> well, Tidor is done. Yeah, he, he left because he's tired of our shit. There was an, no, I was just going to say, Bashago's hanging on now. Yeah, he's still around. There's another guy who did come around. Who? I could just read off a little something about him just super quick. I, I don't get much on him. but uh, So he's on YouTube, and he's on this channel called Apex. I, I know everybody just laughed when they heard that. Apex is kind of a joke channel. Uh, so many it, people stopped listening already. I mean, it is. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy... He begged to remain anonymous, only revealing he is called Noah. He said if his true identity and picture is revealed, he would be assassinated for letting slip what the future holds. Uh, <laughs> he first spoke out about having time traveled last year, looking shaken in an interview with Paranormal Elite. This is last year from the article I got this, which is not this year. This was a previous year, which means it was the year before that year, which is not this year. 
Hold on, let everybody catch up. Yeah. It was not 2018. It was another year <laughs> before that. Uh, and he has now since passed a lie detector test. He claims he is actually 50 years old, but took age-reversing drugs to make him 25 again. Noah claims to suffer from depression and anorexia and says he is stuck here. So Because of it? Well, I don't know. You got to have happy know, but... thoughts to travel through time? <laughs> <laughs> That's so, wrong. I'm sorry. Depression is a, it's a legit concern. Yeah, so is anorexia. So a lot of that yep. stuff is. Yep. But... Yep. but the way... Between either the way you said it or the way the article says it, like, I'm depressed. That's why I can't travel through time. That's why I'm stuck here. (laughs) So um, he made a few, it says, earth-shattering predictions. Like, all right, guys, let's take it easy here. Shatter the whole earth. Yeah. Number one, Noah thinks that a Google Glass-style device will be worn by everyone. You feel the earth shattering. (laughs) Oh, no. Come on, that's... That's not earth shattering. It's, it's just a guess. Like I could say, uh, in 50 years, everyone's gonna be walking around with like everyone's gonna wear sandals in the winter time. It's yeah. just a guess. Like, come on. He uh, thinks a swag. So- my one of my teachers in college would call it a, a swag. Uh, scientifically wild ass guess. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> and I also believe this next one is a swag or. Inevitability. All right. Thinks self-driving and driverless cars will improve. <gasps> what? what? <laughs> this lunatic. On, man. <laughs> of course they will. <laughs> Why wouldn't they? Uh, number three. He promises AI and virtual reality will be popular and renewable energy will take off. Come on, dude. My son would make these predictions. <laughs> Anybody would make these guesses. Come on. He also... <laughs> He also tells us that Donald Trump will win a second term in office. And the next one is he revealed to an Australian radio station that Martin Luther King Jr.'s granddaughter will be president in 2030. Uh, how old will she be? She'll be super young in 2030, wouldn't she? Uh, she will be too young, I believe. 24, right? Is that what it is? She, uh, I don't know. I don't know the exact age, but I know she will be too young and that they will make an exception for her. According to him, oh. if you watch the video, I, I I don't know if he says it in the video or not. I think he does that they'll make an exception for. Her. So, listen, Kennedy was I think he was thirty five. I think I think he was thirty five. I think youngest president, and that didn't help at all. No, isn't it thirty five? I don't uh, know how old he was. Uh, the youngest person to assume the office was Theodore Roosevelt, who became president at the age of forty two. But I'm pretty sure 35 is the youngest i know 35 is the youngest you can be yeah yeah that's that's what i mean uh See, kennedy was 43 so. every time i think i'm old i just think i'm still too young to be president <laughs> but we're getting there yeah getting close actually i could be president vote will for president <laughs> and Chicago's who, the vice president yeah if you vote will for president Bashago. <laughs> Vice president. It's gonna happen. We're gonna tear some shit up. No, I'm not I'm not gonna be president. I wanna be secretary of something. Oh. Just so I can time travel. <laughs> or something. I don't know. I'm gonna be head of time tra- time travel. Head of time travel. Yeah. Secretary but, of time dilation. Oof. No, that's we gotta, we gotta I don't up. even understand it. I had to watch a kid video on what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you're gonna be the guy that they it's going to be the equivalent to 
given your Sonic control that's not plugged in to play the games. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I'm good with that. There you go, buddy. Here's the patch. But do I Here's get the patch? You're the secretary the of the times. Here's your patch. Do I get the time travel? Yeah. Yeah, you get the time travel. Oh, yeah. no, I don't believe that. That doesn't <laughs> sound very convincing. Just go through this door. Yep, right through here. Look at that radio. That radio is old. Okay, sounds we, good. We used to call these boom boxes. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> uh, so that's, that's, that's all I got on time travels, dude. So Noah's last name is The Time Traveler. Noah the Time Traveler, yeah. Yeah, that's all his name is. Uh, but Noah is crap. Yeah. Not, he, he, didn't he come, come clean? Did he? Yeah, pretty sure. No, I went, it wouldn't surprise me. Dude was on Apex TV. Like I said, that their entire channel is dedicated to just bizarre things, like time travelers and this and that, and they always have interviews. There's not that many time travelers, and they're not coming to Apex TV on YouTube <laughs> to be interviewed. It's all BS. Maybe not all of it. Maybe they're like, uh, what is it, world news, where sometimes they get some credible things, but most of it is just garbage. And you just have to sift through it and hope you find what the good stuff is. Right. Uh, I, I found this website, uh, 22words.com. It's one where you just you scroll, and then every time you – there's just two sentences, and then there's four or five freaking ads that show up. But um, he had he had a bunch of other predictions. Noah? Yeah. Yeah, I just did a quick – Paralyzed people to walk again in June 2019. Nope. Didn't yes. make that one. No more blindless come April 2019. Uh, that didn't come. That didn't. Well, happen. they're they're working on that actually. Blindness. With, yeah, uh, geneticists. They're working on that, and they think they can cure it. Stem cells. No. Um, stem cells are pretty rad. I, I don't like know if it was NMN or it was on a one Why of the, It was on a Joe Rogan podcast. I was listening to it. Oh, so he he got into it then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, what else did he say? Um, planet Lewis 33, aka 369. This is the name of the planet the aliens will come from. He says this is a very confusing planet and that they have more nitrogen than we do. The planet itself is called Lewis 33, but the scientific name is 369. Okay. No, no, but the scientific name is 369. The goose drank wine. The monkey chewed tobacco on a streetcar line. Wh- what? That that is the scientific name of this planet. I look. I gotta say, Noah is a fool. He's he's a charlatan. He's a trickster. He is entertaining. That's that's all. That's okay. all. He is. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> but he's full of shit. <laughs> there it is. Boom. Stamped it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't want to go there, but he. I mean, <laughs> come on. Put a stamp on Noah. Noah's done. Done. Titter took off. We don't need titter anymore. Our only. Our only connection to time travel is Andy Bashago, man. His he's still, dad still around. Raymond Bashago, his dad, introduced him to stuff. Project Pegasus, that's where it's at. Yep. Well, I think we can kind of call it, right? Yeah, I think we can call it. Bashago for president, Titter's gone, and Noah's a dipshit. <laughs> so. All right, that's it. That's all. That's all we got on Time Traveler, part one and two. Yep. I said time traveler. I meant time travel. History of time travel. The travelers. All right. Well, we are on all the socials, Bring on the Weird, and pretty much all of the podcast things. Oh, yeah. So just search all, just search Bring on the Weird on any of your favorite search engines. 
Doug Doug Go is one. One of these days they're going to sponsor us. I've said it enough. They should they should have already contacted. Well, Duck Duck Go. It's free, it's free now. Duck Duck Go. Duck Duck Go. They're going to send us a rubber duck. That's all we're going to get. They might send us a cease and desist letter. <laughs> Say, look, you guys, we don't stop saying our name. It's too we're, much. <laughs> we got commercials on TV. We don't need you dopes saying it. Get out of here. <laughs> all right. Stay weird. See you guys. Time for some shout outs. Ready? We want to give a shout out to Lattes and Legends podcast. Real Sharks podcast. Politics with Dummies podcast. And From the Bottom podcast with Cal and Jay. The Roman Pod and Cast. That's the that's their Twitter, Roman Pod and Cast. Until next time, stay weird.